a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Short Fuse. Uh, my name is Priyank Shrestha. And I'm Johnny Bairstow. And we're back again for a special edition of Short Fuse. Seems because, not here. yeah, where is he? He said so. he wouldn't be. I'm not gonna say he wouldn't be taking part in short fuse, but obviously he can't stay away from it, so <laughs> he's back again, um, watching. Um, so as usual, we're back here to give you an update on some of the top stories we had this week, and hopefully some fun stories as well. Um, so first up. We've got uh, one from the UK government, and they said that they are considering leaving the EU energy market uh, following Brexit. Uh, so the, the fixed date is the 29th of March for 2019. Uh, what they've said is that the white paper proposals basically sets out uh, the UK's relationship with the EU following uh, Brexit. And they've said that although it intends to leave or it plans to leave the EU internal energy market, it hopes to st uh, still have maintain that relationship through interconnectors, so trading of energy through interconnectors. Um, they pre also previously said that they will be leaving Euratom, which is the the atomic energy community uh, throughout Europe. Uh, but I think what they said was they want to negotiate the most comprehensive deal so far between uh, the, the Euratom community and a third party country. So uh, this is something that the government set out uh, yesterday. So we still have to wait and see what's mm. going to happen yeah. um, about the deals. Yeah, so we never know. And we had also the, the Brexit uh, secretary, so who's in charge of this whole thing, um, resign last week. So that's put a dent on this whole issue of Brexit. So we'll have Just to Just a bit more confusion for us. Yeah. Yeah, so well, hopefully we still have the interconnectors in the future uh, because the next story I was going to talk about is how the UK is doing a good job at the moment of getting rid of coal generation. So mm -hmm. hopefully we don't lose the interconnectors and have to go back to coal uh, or something like that because the UK has made a thousand hours so far this year where we haven't required any coal generation whatsoever. Uh, in the energy mix we during had that, that time. Earlier this year as well and last year as well, didn't uh, we? Well, earlier this year we hit three days. The UK hit three mm. days straight of no coal generation, uh, and obviously every year we use less and less coal. Uh, so this is the first year we've actually achieved a thousand hours of mm. no coal generation, and we're only halfway through the year. Uh, but in 2017 there were 624 hours in total of uh, coal-free generation on the grid. And in 2016, it was 210 hours. So every year we're making big improvements. And mm -hmm. like I said, we're only halfway through the year. So I think uh, it's onwards and upwards for renewable energy. Yeah, so it seems like we're moving towards the UK government's target of phasing out coal power stations by 2025. Mm. Um, and although the government has made that uh, commitment, uh, what the government has also been advised to do now is uh, from by the National Infrastructure Commission to basically uh, call time on nuclear, new nuclear power stations and invest more in renewable energy technologies. So they set out the, their new report. Um, and what they've said is um, they've, they've basically cautioned the gov government against a rush uh, in committing support for new nuclear power stations. Uh, and they build them so quickly and cheaply. Uh, well, <laughs> with Hinckley, <laughs> we don't know how long that's going to take. Um, obviously, the government has given the go-ahead for Hinckley, um, controversial project. Uh, so what the um, commission has said is that if the UK is to support any more nuclear power stations, it should, there should only be one more after, uh, after Hinckley, yeah. uh, and that's before 2025, because they believe uh, an energy system based on renewable energy is the way forward. 
uh, and that's something that's the safest best uh, bet in the long term, so uh, they, according they, to them. Do they not think that's needed for the baseload though, even if we have lots of renewables? Uh, yeah, that's the argument that some people make about, obviously, renewables are intermittent. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where the whole new, these technologies to do with storage come in. So where you can um, save power when there is excess generation and then release it when you need to use it. So. Yeah, as long as we have everything set up, I guess, before mm. 2025. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll have to wait about that as well. But what Bayes said uh, in response was that uh, it is committed to providing a secure energy system with a diverse energy mix. Uh, and they did say that new, new nuclear will have an important role to play. So it seems like there might be more nuclear power stations lined up. Cool. Well, my next story is from the Church of England, uh, and they've actually saying that they are they're, they're believing in you know cleaner technologies like renewables, uh, nuclear, just low carbon in general, uh, because they've basically they had a vote all the nuns <coughs> and priests and vicars and everyone that makes up the Church of England. Uh, so they, they had a vote and they decided to divest uh, from oil and companies basically that invest heavily in oil and gas, uh, and that is by 2023. They say that all the companies that they're investing mm. in actually need to be on track with the, their goals to achieve what the, cli the Paris Agreement on climate change, mm -hmm. what that sets out. So if companies aren't up to date uh, with progress until at that point, uh, the Church of England is going to cut them off uh, oh. and not give That's them any more money. That's a pretty good stance so. they're setting. Yes, yeah, it's very good. Um, you'd expect nothing less from the Church, so I'm happy with that. Good. Um, okay, so moving on, we've got a um, story about EVs uh, and charging points. So the, uh, the government recently said that it, um, that house builders in England will have to install uh, charging points mm. for uh, electric vehicles in new build homes. Uh, and that's part of the government's road to zero strategy as it calls it, so towards zero emission <clears throat> and low carbon future. Sorry. Um, so what they've said is also um, all new street lighting columns that have car parks, so streets that have car parks um, currently, they will have to install um, charging points in them as well. Uh, also, they've uh, said that they will be increasing grants for workplace charging. I don't know if we are going to be getting one anytime soon. soon no yet? chance. No? <laughs> Got we'll, some down the road. We'll have to buy an electric car first. You're right. Go going towards the low carbon future. Um, so some of the funding that uh, it has committed to is the is a hundred million pound funding for charging infrastructure. So this is for businesses across the UK to install charging points across their premises. Uh, also a forty million pound trial, uh, and that's to develop on-street charging and also wireless charging. I think we did a story a long time ago. I think it's uh, within a film that we did about uh, charging technologies, and there was a company that talked about. Um, this wireless charging, and we're thinking, what, what, is, what are they on about? Like, yeah, who's really actually going to use but, it? Yeah. yeah, but it seems like so many years on now, we have this new, um, well, the government is actually committing to having this new technologies in place, and it seems like we've advanced. Yeah, you like park over advanced. a panel, I think, and then yeah. that kind of wirelessly charges your car with electrons yeah. or protons or something so, like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so you don't actually have to physically get out of the car, get yeah. the charging point from wherever it is, plug it in, so you just sitting in your car, yeah. you stroll, go into the parking zone and there's something underneath that basically charges it. Um, I'll see if I can actually try that, uh, find that film and we'll tweet it out later to, um, so you can have a look. Uh, and also finally there is a 4.5 million pound funding uh, for on-street residential charging scheme and this is going to be uh, available to local authorities uh, for projects across their local areas. 
Cool. Uh, my last story for just now uh, is actually researchers have said that the hidden rivers underneath London, so these were rivers that used to be on the surface, mm -hmm. but as London's got busier and busier and denser and denser, they've kind of been buried under lots of concrete roads, buildings and mm -hmm. so on. And researchers have said that these hidden rivers, which go all the way through London, uh, could be tapped into to provide what they say is an unlimited source of heat energy, which would obviously be renewable just because it comes from the warmth of the rivers. Uh, the rivers aren't actually that hot themselves, so they're not boiling hot or anything, uh, but it would basically use uh, energy efficiency technology and ground source heat pumps, which would kind of work together mm. to increase the temperature of the water coming off the river. That would be pumped around buildings and that could heat them up. Uh, and these researchers actually said that there's a river under Green Park called the River Tyburn, and they say that the heat from that could be directed into Buckingham Palace and heat mm. the whole of Buckingham Palace. And that's a lot of rooms, that's a big space. Uh, so if one river can do that for free, seems like a good idea to me. Yeah. Um, and it seems like we're, we can generate energy and heat from anything these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's really versatile, the use for the water. Uh, mm. these river waters. So it's not just buildings. There's actually a Lido in Brockwell that I've never been to. Uh, but it normally goes down to 2 degrees Celsius in mm. winter, so no one uses it. Uh, but it could actually be heated up to 25 degrees Celsius all year round just by getting this river kind of like running through the pipes that then heat the water. So, oh, okay, yeah. interesting. I think it'd be good. Um, and I think that's all it? we have. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and go down in the rivers, uh, <laughs> make a film about it. We'll just get our research team onto making those calls <laughs> and then we'll see you out there soon. Um, and I think that's all for stories for today. Um, but we ha do have events. So before we move on to the upcoming events, um, we had Telka just over two weeks ago. So that's the Energy Consultancy Awards. Uh, thank you for everyone who attended the event. Uh, it was a huge success. More than 450 people attended. Uh, and congratulations to all the winners. I think... Everyone had a blast. Yeah, it was uh, a really good night. Uh, everyone night. was quite emotional when they won their prizes. Yeah. Uh, I think it meant a lot to everyone that won. And yeah, it's great to see everyone there together and catch up with everyone. Yeah, and before we move on, uh, I'd just like to show you a clip of uh, what uh, people thought about the event. Very pleasant, very well organized. <laughs> Lack of non-alcoholic beers though, it's a bit... <laughs> I have to complain about something. <laughs> It's been really good. I've already caught up with quite a few people at the Telkas I've not seen for a while. So it's always a good place to catch up with people and start to collaborate and um, see how they're getting on. I'm loving it. It's wonderful. So many interesting people. Such a positive market. Great fun. I'm having a great night as always. Telkas always good fun. It's great to catch up with ex-colleagues and other people in the market. Um, and yeah, it's been great fun. Really good, really informative. The rewards are great as usual. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, a lot of companies that I didn't recognise, and it's great to see new uh, blood coming into the uh, to the marketplace. We're having an amazing time. We've won an award. Congratulations. Where's the award? James, where's the award? Oh, Sales leaders, utility bidder, all the way. We're having a great time. Got 13 of my colleagues here. Yeah, it's a good night out for the guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the consultants crew, we know how to party. So that was Telka. As you can see, everyone had a really good time. So I think, yeah, everyone yeah, and spoke I like to the, enjoyed that. Like the gentleman said, put it, uh, that energy consultants know how to have a good time. And I think everyone did. Yeah, yeah. And you, We only you, put on the best How events, many drinks so. do you have, Johnny? Because uh, two or by three. the end of two the... Two or three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two not sure you can count on your fingers, Johnny. <laughs> Hands. Um, yeah, so I had a couple of lemonades. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
most more importantly now, moving on to the future, is our Energy Live Expo, which is on the 31st of October. Uh, spooky Halloween date. Uh, mm -hmm. And Energy Minister Claire Perry will be headlining that event. Uh, she'll be talking about all the biggest issues across the sector at the moment. <coughs> so obviously that's Brexit, that's battery storage, decarbonisation, and ev anything else you want to know about really happening in energy. Uh, so come along to that. Uh, and you can actually get tickets by emailing us at tickets at energylivenews.com and we'll sort that out for you. And we hope to see you there. Yeah, that should be another big event, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, and the last event of the year, uh, certainly not the least, is the most exciting event we have coming up. And that's on the 6th of December and it's the Energy Life Personality Awards at the Silver Sturgeon. And yes, that's the boat. It's backed by popular demand. I don't think it's have you no, I've it? never been, but I know you've all nominated me as best employee of ELN, so I'm looking forward to collecting <laughs> my prize at the awards. Um, yeah, so that should be fun. <clears throat> I think we did that uh, for the telcos um, over two years or three years, um, two years, uh, and I think we had to move out of there because of the capacity mm. of the boat. So it's very because popular, people, wasn't yeah, it? because yeah. it's so popular, we're bringing it back. So hopefully. Um, if you haven't seen it already, we've got all the details on the website. So if you go under events on uh, our homepage, it's ELPA, so the Energy Life Personality Awards. You can find all the details. The applications are all on there. Uh, and make sure, oh, and entries are free, so you, don't, so you don't have to pay a penny. So if you'd like to nominate anyone um, and put anyone forward, please do so. All the details on the website. You just need to fill out the application forms on the website and send it through to us. And the deadline for that is the 9th of November at 5 p.m. So hopefully we'll get as many, if not more, uh, entries this year compared to the last one. But first, it's Sumit Boats. Who is that? That's a bit Johnny, that is... I'm going to creep in here. I'm going to grab this okay. off there you go. Okay. Can you don't unbutter me, don't me too far. Hello. Um, they've done very well. Why are you here just a I'm just here because, frankly, why not? Um, can you hear me all right? Can you hear me from there? Probably can. I can, give you, some I can give you some no, extension. No, no, don't worry. Don't, no, you don't need to give me too much extension. Anyway, um, what I want to say is, well done, guys. <clears throat> They're doing very well, aren't they? I might as well just I give mean, up. What just did you expect? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that uh, we need to try and tell you about uh, <laughs> the Elpo thing is... You really want to get involved because we've got Diversity Pioneers, guys. Ooh. 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 New award. How diverse are we? Right. Look, I, I employed someone who's not that bright. Look, <laughs> I did that. Intellectually challenged. Intellectually challenged. Exactly. What more? We've got everyone. We've got a leprechaun. <laughs> what more do you want? Right? Even he was an evil leprechaun, though, wasn't he, Alex? During the football. <laughs> it's, it's true. Rob was actually booing England, weren't you, Rob? Lies. Yeah, lies. Uh, very quickly, I want to talk to you about something that these guys did uh, brilliantly. Even you did a few laps, didn't you, last What's year? That? Oh, yes. Oh, it was so a we do a bike ride every year, which takes place in September. <clears throat> and we're doing it for arthritis research. And uh, at Telconite, we raised some money, £700, which is good, but we want more. And we want you to get involved wherever you are. So... Our plan is on, uh, what date is it? I think it's the 19th. Yeah, 19th of September. We're going to be doing a ride in London, but we want you to do your own rides all around the country. Mm -hmm. And just give us money. Give us money for every kilometre you ride, whether that's just riding to work or whether you do an uh, organised event. Come and join us. 
Johnny has got himself a target of how many laps this year? I think as soon as you did about well, I've 10. Got be, I've got to beat my 1,000 lap challenge yeah, the last hell. year. So come on, guys. Come give me the Alex, support. Alex <laughs> did a few on his mountain bike. Rob yeah. didn't do anything, did you? Rob did a few, no, yeah. No, he did. I don't remember. No, Rob did. <laughs> and so did I. We, and we've got, we've got Harry. We've got posh boy Harry joining us. So we don't know what he'll do. We'll get his little wizard did stick Did Freddy, was Freddy? <laughs> He's got a wizard stick. Did Freddy do anything last I'm year? I'm not sure. I don't think Freddie did yeah. any, did he? Did he? Just wandered around, Probably ordering people around. Checked up on everyone. Exactly. Pedal harder. harder, that's exactly what <laughs> Right, look, what we want you to do is get involved. So go to the website and you'll see our Just Giving page. If you go to Just Giving and just search Energy Live News, please make a donation. We want to show that the energy sector, which gets a lot of stick, but as we well know, is full of great people. Yep. Yep. Present company included. That's why we've got the helpers. Exactly it. But uh, you guys, I know, want to help and generate uh, for a very, very good cause. We had um, one of our friends, uh, Phil Osborne from uh, Sainsbury's. I've got retired arthritis. He's got another kind of arthritis. So we're raising money in general for people who have arthritis. So get involved, do some miles. Otherwise, Johnny's going to have to do it all himself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm used to it. Now, are you going to end with something that's going to make me laugh? So, oh, yeah. we've got, <laughs> finally, we've got a final story, which we thought was quite interesting. Very interesting. Um, it's from a company called Sports Art, uh, and they've launched this new technology, which basically converts your calories into kilowatts. Ah, nice. Um, so, they've launched this new workout equipment uh, in the UK, and it's, I think they claim to, it claims to be the first in the UK. I think that it's, They've been uh, around in the world. We want to film that. I found out uh, today, we're, we're, so we're, we're we will be. Right, found out today. Sume. That's me on that. He treadmill. keeps interrupting. He says he's not going to be part of this short fuse, and he doesn't That's let us finish our story. Um, so just for for in, for your information, for those of you who are actually listening and not distracting us, um, the new workout equipment. Uh, they say that one machine is able to generate about 200 watts of electricity, and then that's fed into the grid. Uh, so it claims if a gym installs 10 of these machines, um, it could save up to 1,300 pounds a year. So, Quite a lot, compared yeah, to the TVs so you, to... you watch while you're running. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I think this is something uh, Alex would enjoy because he's always on about going to the gym, so I'm Making sure Alex... serious gains, aren't you, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He seems a little tired today. Alex, what's wrong? I went swimming this morning. So oh, swimming. And he was on the weights bench last night. But you started work late today. Hmm? You started late today, so how come you're tired? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because of Johnny sitting next to Johnny? Can we get push-ups on camera? <laughs> no, yeah, right. Uh, maybe next week. Uh, yeah, so this is an interesting one we found. So hopefully we'll have a film ready for you to watch uh, in the, over the coming weeks. Uh, and I think that is it, Johnny, for today. Other than our email address, as that's always, the one. which I never forget and I always get right, and that's <laughs> stories at energylivenews.com. So get in touch with us if you have any ideas for other films you want us to shoot. Sounds like we're going to be quite busy with Sumit looking over us, making sure we go to the gym and everything else and the <laughs> rivers. Um, but yeah, please get in touch with us. Let us know if you want us to cover any story or if you think there's news mm -hmm. that's interesting. Uh, and again, tickets at energylivenews.com uh, for the story for the tickets to our event. So, yeah, please get in touch. Yeah, and that is it. Thank you all for joining us. And we should be back again next week. Mm -hmm. Same yep. time, 4 o'clock next Friday. So we shall see you then. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.